When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a Backstreet Boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. It's Halloween. Uh, and it's our annual... <laughs> <laughs> wow, the silence. It's our annual Halloween episode. Um, we're very excited. We put a poll out for a classic Halloween movie. And what were the options? We had The Lost Boys. We had The Wicker the Man. The Wicker Man. We had, we had uh, Friday the 13th. 13th. And Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. And, and it was neck and neck. Neck and neck. The Lost Boys beat Wicker Man by 1%. The Lost Boys yeah. got 36%. Wicker I Man got 35%. Team. I was team Wicker Man. I uh, was team Lost the, Boys. the better movie by a long shot. And funnily enough, um, we've been reposting our old Halloween episodes for fun this week. And um, I listened back, which I don't normally do, to our one from the first year the exorcist or was it from last year i can't no it was from last year when we watched six Sense, which we both loved um and we were both saying i had i was saying i wish lost boys had been picked and you were saying you'd wished wicker man had been picked so clearly we've been so we're just gonna keep regurgitating <laughs> this every year until you get it right yeah, so one people. day dave they might vote yeah. for the wicker man and you we almost had it wicker people yeah, but i'm so excited to see the lost boys i've you've never seen this never seen it and i've n- no idea what it is but like I've seen you have no pic- idea what it is I've seen pictures of it and know that it's got like what do you think it is a super I know that it's like a super 80s cast yeah and I know that it's like Kiefer it's Sutherland possibly, it's one of the most 80s movies ever made yeah and I know it's Kiefer Sutherland and I know it's like the two Corys yeah. um, go on what do you think happens no, I know I have no idea what do you think it's about you don't know what it's about I'm guessing it's, it's to do with like werewolves or zombies or something like that. Because <coughs> okay. I know it's set like, I know it's not a slasher film. I don't know how I know that, but I know that. Yeah. Um, and funnily enough, the image we have it up on our telly here is of a like a Chinese takeaway. So I don't get that at all. So I'm like, how do you not know anything about I this movie? I don't know. I like completely missed it. 
So yeah, and, and it's really short as well as 90 minutes, which is one of the primary reasons I had it on our list. <coughs> this is a, this is like one of those movies where you're like, this is the definition of a cult classic. Yes. As in, for me, that definition means something that has a very, it became a pop culture phenomenon and has a rabid fan base and has like entered into pop culture, but isn't necessarily a good or a classic. It's definitely a classic. That's, oh, I think it's a cult classic. Yeah. As in, it has a cult following. So there are people so you, devoted to it. You literally had the word classic in there. widely. No, but I, I think that doesn't necessarily mean classic. Okay, fine. I think Let's pick widely, this up after a widely accepted term of classic. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that, I think that's the definition of classic, um, a cult classic. But I don't think this is... I, this movie, I think I came to it too late. Uh, I was like grown up when I saw this. I think if you were a teenager... It would be awesome if you were a teenager in the 80s. It would be even better. I'm totally primed because what I want to watch is uh, is a, a movie that's a bit of fun. And I feel like this is a bit of fun. Yeah, this is fun. For mid So Wicker Man is, for me, a far better movie and one of the, a movie experience that I will never forget. And like it's in the, it's possibly one of the top five horror movies I've ever seen. Or mo- it's movies, top ten movies, I'd say. Um... But you will have a lot more fun with this than you will with it. And this is like midweek, Wednesday night. This is silly. Like, you know, to watch an intense film, I'm, is more, I'm more of a weekend gal. This is a more midweek. <laughs> you save all your intensity for the weekend. I just can't cope with it. Um, and, you know, research shows that like midweek people prefer things like comedy. And on the weekends, oh, yeah. people are ready for serious watches. Which is why everyone just watches Friends these days. That's <laughs> all, all anyone watches. Uh, which is our segue into this is becoming a Friends uh, podcast. No. We're just going to watch Friends yeah. all the time. Uh, yeah, we're going to recap every it's episode. Friends ever. mile. No, um, but we're going to go and um, hopefully you enjoyed us reposting the old episodes <coughs> this uh, this week. I really enjoyed listening because, frankly, once we've recorded an episode, I completely forget. Um, so yeah, lots of Halloween. <laughs> just like and- you, just like you experience movies. Yeah, that's how. Kathy experiences movies watches them completely forgets yeah. I reckon a year from now we'll put this poll out again you'll suggest The Lost Boys <laughs> and we'll be sitting here and saying I don't know what this movie's about but I'm so true to this process What's the about? I'm so true to this Halloween process of ours of polling and waiting and watching that I, I'd never in, in in the last three years when it's not won the poll have gone actually I can just watch it another time I'm like <laughs> no, no didn't no, win actually this is what we like about <laughs> Polling, um, having our movie choices decided by polls, and we said this over on our Patreon the other day. The it takes out all that crippling anxiety of <laughs> sitting in front of Netflix and and like just choice after choice after choice and this never ending watch list. Like guys, everyone should just outsource all their choices to the masses. I recommend except. It. For, for Brexit when it doesn't happen why can't we just have one podcast without talking about okay, Brexit okay come on right, let's go let's watch The Last okay. Boys a, a, it's a pre-Brexit film bye Michael and Sam have just moved to Santa Carla, California they're about to discover its secret notice anything unusual about Santa Carla yet? no it's a pretty cool place if you're a Martian or a vampire so where are you? The flying nun? I'm your brother, Sammy. Help me! Stay back! Stay back! What's happening to me, Star? Get yourself a good, sharp stick. 
You're a vampire, Michael. My own brother, a damn blood-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till Mom finds out, buddy. When a vampire buys it, it's never a pretty sight. Michael, Right, we've watched The Lost Boys. Firstly, full spoilers for The Lost Boys. Yes. From now on. So if you haven't seen it and you care, then go watch it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I genuinely thought that we would make it through this whole movie without you knowing what it was about. <laughs> Why? Because you, it took you so long to figure out it was a vampire movie. <laughs> like, the, well, the the, Corey Haim was being handed comics about vampires. Yeah, saying, I realised at that you point. you need to watch yourself. There are vampires in this town. And you were still like, is it werewolves? <laughs> no. But honestly, the first 15 minutes of this is just a pure teen movie, which is quite interesting. And it's only a 90 minute movie. So... This is a nice length. A, la- a large part of the movie isn't a, a horror movie. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm really glad we watched it because it was a really interesting watch. But I see now what you mean about it being more of a cult classic than a classic. If you yeah, as it in it's not a good movie. It's not a bad movie. It's, no, it's not a bad movie either. It's, it's falls somewhere in between. There's some stuff I liked about it. Um, but overall, I would say it's not, you know, it's not brilliantly made or anything. It's a beloved movie. Yeah. And But what, what I'm saying is, and, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners absolutely love this, and I, and I do not want to diminish that. And I love movies that I both acknowledge are bad movies and also I love movies that I refuse to acknowledge are bad movies that other people t- call bad movies. So that's the whole thing is subjective. Yeah. You can argue you can argue with us at the cinema on Twitter. Um, we'll, we're happily well, talking about it. there's nothing to argue about. I think it's a perfectly middle of the road movie. I don't think it's a good movie, uh, personally, and I never did. Um, I've, I, th- I think this is only the second time I've ever watched it because I didn't ever have an interest in rewatching it. Um, but yeah, let's talk about what it is about. So it's about two sure. brothers move to a town called Santa Cruz, which is like a, a coastal resort with their mother because their parents have just gotten a divorce um, and it's summer. And so actually it's got like Santa Cruz. Classic no, Santa, Santa Carla is where they moved to, which just is Santa Cruz. And it's like a classic trope of a teen movie anyway. You're new in town. It's the summer. You're meeting new people. So I like those elements. I think kind of what made me sad from the outset is that Corey Haim is the star. And obviously he ended up having such a sad life. And he's like suffered with loads of addiction problems and the other Corey who's also in this claims that he was like abused as a kid and um, yeah, they both had very have had tr- very tragic yeah lives. so I felt quite I felt a bit uncomfortable watching him because of that you know that's where they met yeah, yeah. Um, but he's brilliant he's really brilliant in it I think he he's is. a great actor yeah Corey Haim is whole kind of holds this movie together he's yeah, the Corey, heart of yeah it. he's really sweet and yeah. um, Corey Feldman like, Corey Feldman is weird. just a putting on a weird voice he's putting on the Batman he's like did it way yeah. before Christian Bale did it I don't know what he's doing in this yeah. movie because Corey Feldman is is uh, I think it can be quite a fine comic actor I really enjoy oh him. he's the a good bur- actor yeah the burbs stand by me he, he does yeah, good work good actor so he's like but whatever whatever he's doing here I mean it's just ridiculous characters the frog brothers I mean they're silly characters but yeah so and then I found it fascinating that at the start of the movie you, you'd rarely see this written as it was ro- the credits are rolling it said in alphabetical order and I thought oh this is a movie where there's a lot of stars fighting about billing there's no stars in this movie they're all unknowns 
Kiefer Sutherland. Mm, Kiefer Sutherland, I think, was pretty... Oh, well, I'm going to frantically Google You don't it. need you to frantically on. Google anything. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting that it said, like, in alphabetical order, because you don't often see that. And I really enjoyed the setting, so I love how 80s it is. Because um, it's obviously, it was, like, 86, 87. So it's, like, it's real, It's knee-deep in the 80s, and the 90s hadn't caught up with them yet. So, like, the, it's awesome, and kind of the punk stuff. and It's one of the most 80s-looking movies yeah, I've ever seen. Like, it looks brilliant. It's the kind of thing, if you made a movie now and said steep it in 80s, it wouldn't even look as 80s no. as this. And I think um, in terms of like the visuals, I really enjoyed it. Like I think the vampire makeup was amazing. And I think some of the special effects were really fun. Like we were laughing saying that a lot of the time it looked like someone it was like shooting a music video. It was all very kind of blurry and ropey and movie and all that kind of stuff. And um, it looked like the sex scene was funny. Like it just looked like something straight out of a, of a, of a movie, of a of a music video so yeah there's loads of elements of a really liked a bad it, like, music video um, and there's some stuff the at the start the whole movie looks like total eclipse of the heart it does and there's some stuff at the start I really enjoyed when you're kind of in the teen stuff like the best um, chat up line of all time when Star says if you want your ear pierced I'll do it that's the first thing she says when she meets him um, the older brother and it really reminded me of Greece too loads of it like this young guy comes to town and he's trying to be like really cool uh, Corey Haim's oldest brother I literally can't remember the name of the character and he wants to fit in and gets initiated he into wants a to fit certain in. And a then tribe he almost. goes to, yeah but like kind of a bikey gang yeah. but then he like basically follows them to a cave right um, you're talking about Grease 2 or The Lost Boys The Lost Boys <laughs> but something very similar happens in Grease 2 and then he <coughs> just takes drink of something they give him without asking what it is and then they all actually jump off a train track and he jumps after them. Yeah. And it's like he, that thing when your mother says, if they jumped off a cliff, jumped would you? A bridge, I was and thinking like, that. this guy will. Yeah. Like, he's such a loser. Like, like, he absolutely deserved to be turned into a vampire. Yeah. And, like, at no point in this movie was I rooting for him in any way. I was rooting for no, Corey, not the older No, you don't get brother. a sense of Michael as a character. You no. just hear his name repeated over and over again. It's just Michael. Like, yeah, he's really Come handsome. join us, Michael. It's basically Michael. Michael's handsome and he's just Michael. a plot point. That's all he is. He's a plot point. Like, it's That's just weird. Perfect. And I think and I think where the movie <laughs> fell down is, it's obviously like a sp- spoofy and like silly. But I feel like it never got under the skin of anyone as such, right? You never cared about any of the characters. But it also wasn't camp or spooky enough for, or silly enough for me that that it didn't matter that I didn't care about any of the characters like it was neither yeah. here nor there this is exactly my problem with the whole movie the tone it's it's caught between two different tones yeah and the the story of the production of this movie um, explains that because you had Richard Donner off the back of The Goonies in 1985 who develops this movie with a few screenwriters who I forget the names of um, and it was essentially supposed to be a vampire the Goonies with vampires aimed at a 13 to 14 year old audience yeah because some of the stuff with Corey and his friends felt really young but then you kind of the sex scene and the older a lot of it a lot of it stayed so like all of Corey and the Frog Brothers characters that's getting proper mental health care can help you feel more like you that's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services including therapy and medication management Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, insomnia, relationship issues, workplace stress, and more. 
You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can use your FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. From the Goonies movie and feels like a Goonies movie. Like when they're going into the cave to kill the vampires, it's like an adventure and mm-hmm. there's a... Um, they're scared and they scream they even act like they're in a Goonies movie and then you've got Michael and the the teenagers and that feels like a different movie and that's because Joel um, the movie was in development was taking too long to develop and Richard Donner walked off to do Lethal Weapon instead and Joel Schumacher came in and he said something like um, there's a direct quote from him in an interview saying I wanted it to be older and sexier um, right, that explains the music video stuff. Yes, so he, um, he and he even agreed to make a music video for some of the bands to clear the music rights for the music. He said, "I'll make a music video for you next year for free if you give me the music rights." Oh, funny! So he's <laughs> there's a music video link there. So that's why he asked. He brought in another screenwriter and asked him to age up all the characters, including Corey, because the um, the Frog Brothers were eight described in the Richard Donner script as. Uh, chubby eight-year-olds oh yeah and these guys are like 15 16 yeah so yeah. so everyone was kind of aged up it became a sort of teen sexy thing but i think but also joel schumacher brought a sort of a darker age and it went to a 15 rated movie well some so, of the stuff with Kiefer sutherland and his friends and i think they all looked awesome their makeup and like Kiefer sutherland's obviously really good but totally underutilized yeah. and you know sorry that stuff was cool but like we never saw enough of that either but you know that that makeup influenced um, the look of the vampires in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, funny! Yeah, the makeup's amazing. Yeah. I Joss really enjoyed that. Joss Whedon has openly said uh, that this move, this this movie, heavily influenced Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So for that, I am immortally grateful. <laughs> um, and it did. T- about halfway through the movie, we went, "Oh, they're called the Lost Boys because they never grow up." And it yeah, was you funny. spotted the Peter Pan reference, yeah. which I never had. And it was funny because I was thinking. Parts of it visually reminded me of Hook, which is a movie I love. Yeah, good show. Um, so I wonder if it inspired that a bit as well. It, it felt a bit like that, some of the cave stuff. Well, apparently Richard Donner's original script, uh, it, that that was deliberate and there was a lot of more allusions to Peter Pan and the Lost Boys in it or references. Oh, interesting. Um, so that's what I mean. It feels like a movie that's caught between two visions or two directors mm-hmm. that never quite evolved... It, it, like I almost wish that either Richard Donner had made the Vampire Goonies movie because that sounds fun yeah. or Joel Schumacher had made a sort of raunchy uh, sexy quote unquote uh, teen vampire movie with a horror real horror movie because this is neither this is kind of yeah, both, both yeah. mashed together and for me it doesn't quite none of it really gels and but I do think like if I was a kid when I watched it I would have loved it because there are those yes. fun elements when like the Corys kind of do the home alone thing and you know get the house ready to catch the vampires with like the holy water and all that but again then that was There's all a lot too, to like it was it, it was yeah. over too quickly like and I know I love when movies are short but I actually think that this movie suffered a little bit from its length because it didn't I don't know by the time I got to that big Home Alone sequence that should have been amazing but then that just wrapped up very quickly and I really enjoyed actually the earlier scene in the movie when the um, the mom's boyfriend came over for dinner and they tried to catch a big oh, vampire that's a really good scene ma- um, Diane Weist or I don't know Weist I don't know how to say her name um, 
she's the standout for me I think she's brilliant in yeah, this movie really and so lovable and uh, and yes her boyfriend Max is fantastic That's brilliant yeah and the sort of payoff with him is really good yeah. I love the dinner scene I where, really like that. where Corey um, Haim brings the two frog brothers over and they throw w- holy water on him like there is a lot of fun stuff in here but it's just like it's all a bit of a mishmash and there's so, a really good um, it's it's a good twist to be fair because they think earlier on he's the head vampire so then you think well obviously it's not him because they're thinking it too yeah, early yeah I bought into that so then we obviously think it's Keefe Sutherland and then turns out it is the boyfriend and I just so. yeah I really enjoyed that and I love yeah it's just silly and funny and they're like throwing things at him and giving him grated garlic see there's actually a lot of gr- really great stuff and in, that's the stuff if you're movie. a kid like that's really fun to think of a grown up's coming to your house and you're yeah. like you know attacking a grown up or giving him garlic or you know throwing water on his lap whatever but that's the thing I think and again I don't want to diminish this this movie for people who love it because if I were 13 when I'd seen this I I would be in this position right now raving about it and defending it because mm-hmm. I because loving a movie is very different to like saying something's very good like like I don't love um, Citizen Kane I don't even love The Godfather I don't throw on The Godfather I think The Godfather is one of the best movies I've ever seen I'm never going to chuck that on I'm going to chuck on Ghostbusters 2 you mean like on a rainy Sunday afternoon that's because I, I love Ghostbusters 2 and I and love people, Grease 2 and people don't like Ghostbusters 2 and say it's a bad movie people say Grease say 2 th- isn't as good as Grease 1 and they're wrong it's actually better okay? <laughs> so, so like Movies are personal, and so and and I appreciate people will be listening to to us. It sounds like we're negging on the last. No, it boys. doesn't. We're not. We're actually. We're being not. Positive. I, I'm actually. I think there's a lot of good stuff in here, but I enjoyed it's watching not it. In my movie, and I don't. I didn't sit there and really enjoy myself because I find I'm just like, I don't. I can't invest. I don't care. It it came along. It came along at the wrong time in my life. I think. And certainly at the wrong time in your life because well, you're, yeah. ti- you're tired and pregnant. Well, no, it's just <laughs> I, I actually enjoyed watching it. I'm really glad I watched it. Um, but for me, it's like I kept thinking of Stand By Me, partially because there's a Corey and there's a Kiefer Sutherland who are both in Stand By Me, and how much that, how much I love that movie. And that's, a, I mean, that's a, it's an unfair comparison. I'm not comparing them, but I couldn't help but think of it watching this, you know, and the love I have for that movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm really glad we watched though, and it is definitely, as we said, like a cult Halloween classic. So thank you everyone for voting for it because I'm really glad we watched it. I think it's really fun. Yeah, but by God, please vote for The Wicker Man next year. <laughs> we need that extra one percent. We do need that. You've extra got 1%. to watch that movie because that is an incredible movie. I'll watch it next year if people vote for oh it. God. Um, and one of the patented things we do over on our Patreon when we record these retro movie reviews, which we do a lot of, we do like we've been doing at least one a month since last April. Um, yeah, we have done so many old movies over on our Patreon. Yeah, what have we done? Uh, what What have we done? You tell me. Usually the Rock. We have um, a lot more to say about them than this. This one was just. I guess there's not that much to say about it. We've watched The Rock. We've watched Plane Trains, Automobiles, True Lies. Oh yeah, that was really fun. Heat. Which was my favourite one we ever watched in terms of the review, not the movie. That was your first time seeing Heat as well. Yeah. Great uh, movie. Starship Troopers, Princess, Princess Bride, E.T. E. 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 Oh, so 
if you want to hear our thoughts on we, and we we sorry we we like all those movies as well we didn't sorry we're not we're not going to ruin your, your no your childhood feelings they're always those um, either. they're um, always voted on by a poll by the patreons because we love a poll but the patented part of those reviews is fun facts yes but how do you hear those reviews you go to our patreon patreon.com forward slash the cinemile um subscribe help the show and help us out and you get access to all those movies loads of TV reviews and you get to vote on what we'll, what we'll watch yes. next but Dave what are the fun facts on this movie yeah so we do fun facts on that stuff so. Dave does them I list Dave researches and, yeah, and I you listen. just listen and yeah. look surprised um, I wish I tried to find some fun facts about Corey Hames shirts because he had some wild yeah, they 80s were awesome. shirts in that but it just, I just think it's an overzealous costume design. I think it was just standard fashion <laughs> yeah they told like, you just wear whatever you're wearing yeah come in <laughs> there's no costume department today just come in and whatever Baggy you got Hawaiian on shirts yeah um, right this one's kind of obvious but the two frog brothers are called uh, Edgar Frog and Alan Frog I'm yeah. pretty sure you can connect the dots I on that one I did guess that one yeah um, it's, what's the fact the, the, there's no fact there's just a, it's a reference to Edgar Allan Poe okay this is supposed to be oh I'm facts. sorry you're not having fun no you're just pointing out names of in people in a movie I just saw yeah but some people may not have spotted the <laughs> reference to Edgar Allan Poe okay. and that makes it a fun fact okay uh, or trivia maybe we'll just call this trivia from now on because <laughs> there's an expectation of fun that yeah. I'm not appreciating um there were two sequels two to this sequels to this movie oh wow both directed DVD in 2008 The Lost Boys The Tribe and in 2010, Lost Boys, The Thirst. With the Corey? Both. Them? No, uh, just one Corey, Corey Feldman. He reprised his role as Edgar Frog. And then in the 2010 one, his brother, Alan Frog, showed, showed up. Same actors. Uh, both wow. of those movies, I haven't seen either of those movies, don't want to see them. They both have a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. Um, That's incredible. That's really hard to get, 0 it's not easy and they even had low audience scores oh, so wow. like they were like 20-30% audience scores That's so like amazing. even the even, even the Lost Boys fans can't find <laughs> something to like about those movies um, Ben Stiller auditioned to be a vampire in this movie cool was unsuccessful because Bill or Ted got it it was Bill that's oh. Bill um, Schumacher wanted to uh make a sequel and he tried to convince Warner Brothers to make a sequel called The Lost Girls and here's a direct quote wow I said I said to them two gorgeous teenage biker chicks who are vampires it'll be great so just the same movie then but they don't listen to me <laughs> they already have a gorgeous biker chick in this Bi- biker I girls I know right that's just embarrassing I think that's one of my favourite quotes of all time <laughs> 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 It'll be great, but they didn't listen to me. <laughs> Can anyone tell Dave's got a cough here? <coughs> I can't tell if you're laughing or coughing. I'm laughing hard at that brilliant quote. Right, I actually had loads more fun facts, but I've actually said most of them in the course of this episode. Yeah, I was thinking you sounded really knowledgeable during the episode. It's because you had the fun facts ready to go. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Thank you, Dave. I, I spread the fun. Excellent research as usual. <laughs> I love when you do all the work. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Um, so thanks everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed the movie if you've rewatched it this year and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Bye. I don't know what that was like a spooky Borat. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> ah,
podcast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's the show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. We host the Holderness Family Podcast every Tuesday. You may know us from the silly videos that we make online. Or a book about marriage called Everybody Fights. Or as winners of season 33 of The Amazing Race. Still can't believe that happened. Listen, we do a lot of stuff, but our podcast is our most favorite thing. Yeah, because every week we get to sit down face-to-face, talk to each other about marriage, family, mental health, or just anything that we want to know more about. Sometimes we have expert interviews, sometimes it's just us, but our goal is to bring some joy and laughter into your life every week. Our other goal is that maybe you will learn something as well. Right. So search the Holderness Family Podcast and check out our most recent episodes. We have one about staying organized with creators of the Home Edit. And one about being diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. We hope you'll join us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.